But you know, there's there's all kind. Of, have you ever heard of wicking beds? I think so. So he's got this. Yeah, I, I I've never done one, and my understanding is is you know spotty. But like, there's layers of different medium. Okay. The very top being soil, and it's there's basically they're all plumbed together, and there's a constant flow of water through. The, the lower substrate medium, uh -huh. um, but it's kept kind of separate from the soil, and it wicks up into the soil a bit. But like you can manage your levels very easily by, I want to say, by simply like, I, I don't know, you change you change like the level of this pipe or something, and it changes where the water comes up to. I believe that's it's like there's some pressure, so the water comes up through the pipe, and there's holes drilled in the pipe. Yeah. And it's like a screen, yeah, so the yeah, soil yeah. won't go in, but it allows the water out. Very interesting, like shit like this. It's hard. It's hard to sell clients on these kind of ideas. Yeah. But I, if I had like schematics, I was like, this is how it works, and like, yeah, this is the kind of stuff. After, let's say we get a little catalog put together, yeah, we could maybe talking your mushroom stuff. Like, we could flesh out some different ideas if you're. Yeah, if you're into that. I, 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 that's interesting. I've never heard of that. I, I thought I've heard of like wicking where you actually just. I, I must have confused it with something else. Well, there's but there's I've never different heard of, different I've versions. Never heard of this. I almost want to say he calls them ebb and flow, uh, like ebb and flow, like the water ebbs and flows. Uh, mm -hmm. But yeah, basically just like there's a constant, like and they're basically teetered, you know, teared down. Okay. I think he shows. Now, there's like a bunch up on the racks because you need like just gravity flow yeah and like a single pump to keep it cycling let's see here you see all those yeah so those are all his like elevated ones yeah and I think this could be done a lot more beautifully you know yeah. what I mean um, but the principles are very interesting I might send you a link to this. Um, yeah. I'd be interested to see what he's doing. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think I'm going to get a uh, job at a smoke shop. Yeah, cool. So, <laughs> my dealer's getting an internship in Chicago, and this smoke shop he used to work at, last time I picked up, he was like, I was talking about needing money, uh, probably working with you, and he was like, he was like, oh, I've got a head shop I used to work at that, that needs somebody if you want it, and I pick, I uh, hit him up about it, mm. and I'm getting an interview Monday. No drug right test. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, that could work out well, man. Like super chill job in the daytime, and like. Well, it's a closing shift. Oh, is that right? Night yeah. job. Night job, but... So what, till 10 o'clock? 11. 11. That's not terrible. No. Yeah. Much worse out there. And I'd assume the people coming into head shops are not going to be complete assholes. So. Well, I bet you get some... I bet you get some, Some drunks. Not... <laughs> no. But probably not normally. It's probably no. pretty chill. Um, God, even just look at this dude's setup. He built this this structure. It's all cattle panel yeah. and hardware cloth. 
uh, which is or, uh, hardware mesh, uh, which I use a lot of that stuff too. But very simple, you know, and just a yeah. single wall. And this is basically just to keep out, I want to say, birds and, and bunnies and, you know, to some degree, bugs. And, yeah. But yeah, I almost wonder if he's got a finer, like, screen. Yeah, he does. To keep bugs out. Um, but yeah. This is the kind of shit I want. I want to have a catalog where you can look at it and rotate it and zoom in on it. Yeah. You know like, what I'm... Like the Amazon, like 3D view. No doubt. No doubt. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I'm not going to be the one putting it on the website because I don't know how to do that shit. No, but, but I... can I, build it. I assume that the AutoCAD file is like the standard file yeah. basically to use the, for that the sort software of... software that I'm going to use can export it to a bunch of different file types. Okay. So I'll have to talk to Eli. Uh, he's built websites before and I'm assuming he can figure out either he's done it or one of his friends is a Python genius and yeah. is getting he got a he got a electrical engineering or a it's like it's basically like firmware design. But he's getting paid eighty-five thousand dollars out of college, Not straight out of college. Hell yeah! As an electrical engineering design student. Fucking hey. Yeah. Good on him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they're working for the same company. Yeah. yeah. And they're living together next year. But. I'm assuming between the both of them, they can figure out how to put a 3D file onto a website. Can't be that hard. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm trying to think what else. Like, like I said, you know, we can get into some of the other designs later on. But like, starting yeah. basically starting with basic. Uh, basic bed design. Well, so okay. Basic. I would say. Uh, like the standard stuff you use, I need to get a catalog of that. Well, it should be, it should, I guess the first like six or eight designs, right, would be 3x8, 3x12, 3x16 with both styles of trellis. It's so right there, that's six basic designs. Yeah. Um, you know, I also might have you do, just because it'd be so simple, um, I do the wire trellis. So now we're talking like 12 kind of unique designs, but uh, the wire trellis is just, no, not that one. Um, let's see here, I know I got one. So you can hardly even see the wires here. Okay. But just a basic. Like wire, like chicken wire mesh or something like that. It's it's just strands wire, like uh, oh, okay. six inch okay, space. Okay. If okay. I did it again, I'd probably do the four inch spacing, like I do with the premium trellis. But it's just yeah. a, a wire strung across. Okay, um, it's like eye hooks and then. Yep, exactly, exactly. It's hard to hard to see. Yeah, and I don't get a lot of them, but I don't know. I guess that's one there too. Stupid, you can't zoom in without it glitching. But yeah, you can kind of see the yeah. eye One, two, three. But I'd probably, like I said, if I did it again, I'd probably do four-inch spacing. Okay. It's just super tedious. I really don't like doing them. Yeah. But whatever. It's basically just the premium without the wood. 
yeah. with wires instead. Um, but then, you know, I don't really do this design anymore, although it is interesting and it works. <laughs> You're just very limited in height. Yeah. Uh, but I, this is, you know, it's like, I almost want to, like, let your creative brain go a little bit crazy, you know, like, uh, if you can think of cool, cool patterns, cool, cool ways of making these things critter-proof, uh, like I said, like here's another one, so it folds down, where is it, well, I guess it didn't take any of it, actually folded up, but, anywho, um, the one that I tend to do more of now, because it's, Gives you more flexibility in terms of height. Um, well, it's this one with these panels that come. Yeah. Off. So again, basically four foot sections of trellis, and then I just build these panels to kind of match. Yeah. And I've got um, boards that I you know cut on angle. You know, it's like a. I don't know, 60 degree angle and like a 45 degree or 40 degree angle or whatever. Okay. Um, well, I guess it'd be 30 and 60. Something something in that ballpark to get those to match kind of flush. And then I just screwed them in. You know. I don't know. These I kind of just... <laughs> I wish I could do that. I always want to zoom in, you know. But I kind of just build those freehand slap them together I know roughly how to build them but yeah again it'd be awesome to have like pretty pre predetermined like measurements man would be kick-ass um, but that is that is becoming a more popular design okay like the, uh, the bug proof yeah well it's not bug proof it's for keeping bunnies and okay deer okay. it's deer proof basically okay. yeah um, so that'd be like tier two level designs, you know. Again, like I'm getting into these horseshoe shapes. Yeah. Um, so that's a horseshoe with a wire trellis. But like, let's see. I guess I haven't really posted any pictures of the most recent ones. I should, but here I'll show you. And th this would be like. The, the primos you know, there's almost like the thousand to fifteen hundred dollar bracket yeah. you know two thousand to twenty five hundred dollars and then like four thousand dollar style projects yeah. you know <clears throat> uh, landscaping shit so this one was a bigger one I want to say it was just under 5k wow um, let's nice see. job well here here's another one shit I had saved those. They were uh, a client sent them to me, but it, I think it was just on Instagram, and they're gone now. Uh, shit. Uh, okay. Well, first of all, also we're doing greenhouses. Yeah. Like I showed you. I mean, that that one we we built a couple weeks ago. Nice. Um, I don't know. There's plenty of stuff that I could have you render up. 
can't believe I didn't take no fucking pictures of that. Okay, well, I got him. Okay, here's here's a kind of biggish one. That was the one I was thinking of, just shy of five. Yeah. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, that was 14 by 16 total total footprint. Damn. So the whole idea, kind of being like you want to be as efficient as possible with the space. Yeah. In terms of pathways versus bed space, mm -hmm. I tend to be satisfied with a two foot path and a three foot bed mm -hmm. in terms of width. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, kind of just like there's infinite layouts that could be done. Yeah. You know. But that's 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 the gist of what I'm trying to like. Yeah. Damn. I almost figure this is gonna be a cakewalk for you, man. You know, like. Yeah, I might have to. Uh... <laughs> I haven't touched uh... 3D CAD in a minute, so I'm gonna. I mean, like. Last time I touched it, I had to build a. I had to build something for class. Mm -hmm. It was like two semesters ago, but I had to render up something, and I forgot about it until 15 minutes beforehand. Mm -hmm. And I built three individual pieces. Mm. Not that interesting, but it was like it had. It was circular. It had looked like a gear. Basically for like rolling up wires, but um, I, I built it in 15 minutes, and then my professor was like, "You see how interesting it can get when you know what you're doing on CAD." I was like, I turned to my partner, I was like, "Dude, I built this in 15 minutes. I feel so bad. I could have done something so much better." Yeah, yeah. But like, I've had so much experience with it that I feel like and I can get what you're wanting. It's a matter of uh, it's a matter of how long uh, how intricate we want to get because we can build I can get to the point where I'm building up those 3D like that video you just showed me I could probably get to the point where I'm building that yeah for you. In the next couple of weeks. That'd be so. cool. That'd be cool. <laughs> That'd be kick ass. If you get all this shit done, like lickety split, I'll just like be stoked. <laughs> I'll be so stoked. Um, yeah, man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I I'd love to like expand even what like beyond what I've actually built, but like I know that there's just obvious other designs. Yeah. Based on the same parameters, you know what I mean? Yeah. So actually, one thing you might want, I'm just thinking like, am I right in thinking that in AutoCAD, you've got to build each piece? Yeah. So I can tell you just like a list of basically the 10 or 12 most common pieces. I mean, we already kind of covered it, but it's basically... Yes. So if I'm thinking real slow and careful about it, yeah. it would be one and a half inch by five and a half inch by 33 inch.
same same first two dimensions. One and a half by three and a half. Yep. Did I say three and a half? Five and a half. Right? Five and a half. Yeah. And we're talking one by six. Okay. Or I'm sorry, two by sixes, and uh, shit. Yo, maybe I should just I can I can jot them down. So I put one and a half by seven or point seven five by forty one ish for okay. the uh, for the premium trellis okay. Okay. rungs slats yeah. whatever. Uh, I think you should maybe you'll maybe be able to get a better idea of what that exact number could or should be yeah. in the program than I even can just in out in the real world. <laughs> you catch my drift because yeah. I, I you know I, like I said I kind of freeform it. I cut my dog ears, I put my posts in place, I put the stick on it, and I do a little bit of math in my head and figure yeah. out, okay, this is this is the magic number. But sometimes I end up doing like two sections at 41 inches, I build those, and then that middle section, yeah. I wait and I measure it after the other two sides are built. Okay. You know what, you know what I mean? Like, but in terms of the program, like just, I guess, do whatever makes sense. Yeah. It, it's usually right around that 41. It's it's shy of four feet because of the, the thickness of the two by fours taking up and the fact that it's shrunk in a little bit. Um, you know what I mean? You lose a few inches from the dog ears. Yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah. lose three and a half inches with every vertical two by four. Yep. And what you're left with is yeah, yeah, yeah. those. Um, that's damn near all the main Um. Yeah. It's pretty basic. Obviously, there's a lot more varied lengths and width. Well, yeah. lengths rather than width. But um, with some of those more complex, bigger builds. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But with yeah. the straight-up boxes, there, you know, there's only so many pieces. It's darn near universal as is, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And it is pretty much just a box. Is it hard to like put a little texture on it, like? No, no, no. There's tools yeah. on it to get. There, there's uh, uh, texture libraries that you can just sort of paste onto objects. Well, it makes it easy. It's all built out of the same material. Yeah. Um, I suppose it'd be cool to have, like, if possible, golly, you know, yeah, I'm just thinking out loud or whatever, but, golly, you know who taught me how to say golly, it's, I, I used to make fun of him, now it's stuck, now I can't help myself, it just comes out, Carl, Carl used to say <laughs> golly, and he'd say golly gosh, and he'd say, golly gosh. he'd say it completely unironically, and it always made me laugh, and now I'm fucking doing it. <laughs> Anywho, um, sorry, my pistons are all firing right now. Um, oh yeah, so it'd be really cool to have basically like multiple versions. You know, I'd love to have one where it looks like it's full of soil and it's planted possibly. 
Okay. And then one where it's almost translucent. You can see the internal structural yeah. components, right? Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, think yeah, in yeah. terms of... Like, wanting we, to see the actual structure. And wanting... I mean, think in terms of being a potential customer looking through a catalog. What kind of images do I want to see to understand what, this what I'm buying? buying? What I'm yeah. buying, yeah. Because, um, frankly, dude, these would be really... It'd be, it'd be simple to ship these out as, as do-it-yourself kits. Yeah, especially if basic... you make them, like, screwless. Like, if you yeah. put a few holes in a couple choice places, you could easily number boards, cut specific, <clears throat> or have specific cut sheets, and then um, give clients footprints. So, I'm all, almost inclined, I don't know, I need to talk to somebody who's like a true expert carpenter, whether or not like a, a screwless would be a, an advantage or not, because what I'm doing right now is pretty fucking rock solid. Yeah. And pretty dummy proof. Um, I guess I'm trying to show you. I mean, if you just cut holes in choice places, they can put the screws in themselves. Well, that's right, that's right. So what I use is a pocket hole jig. I wish I had a piece that was... I've seen it, yeah. Okay, yeah, so it drills these fucking pocket holes. Right? Yeah, yeah, the same thing that we did for the... For your... Yes, yeah. yes. So, um, that just... I mean, we, we could just simply, like, pre-drill those holes, ship out a bag of the screws and a, and a, and a bit. Yep. And all you need to assemble is a single screwdriver. You know, ideally a power screwdriver, but yeah, give you the bit and uh, let you do it. But that almost sounds any more like more appealing than having a bunch of clients and shit. Like, yeah, if I could just build these kits and fucking drop them off. Here you go. Here you. I think there there would always be, uh, at least locally, like. You can buy it as a kit for this much, or we install it for more, four hundred dollars more, something like that. You know, plus the cost of soil. It's like you can either build it and source your own dirt and fill it up, or you can pay us to do the whole nine yards, and it'll cost you twice as fucking much. Yeah, <laughs> but Don't sell yourself short there, buddy. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it ain't easy being sleazy. <laughs> yep. Nah, I mean, like, it's, you can't, you can't, not everyone can build a box. Mm -hmm. It's, it's hard. Yeah, but I mean, not that hard. It's not that hard, but you've been doing it a while. Not everyone can build a stable box. Yeah. Let's give you, let's give you that. You've, you figured out how to put, like, at least four to eight hundred pounds worth of soil in a box, and it not move not move an inch yeah, yeah. 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 and not then budge. put shit around that yeah I'd say you built a pretty stable box that also seems to support the correct amount of uh water and nutrient uh retention that's the that's the uh 
the magic of the soil, yeah. I've figured out a good a good blend. It's mostly just compost, but yeah. well, still, still. Compost is still good soil. You gotta you gotta you gotta lighten it up a little bit though. Help it drain, otherwise it gets pretty sticky. Mm -hmm. But no man, it is a lot of different elements coming together. It's like alchemy in my mind. <laughs> you know, it's like take a bunch of constituent components, put it together, and you have gold. <laughs> you know? Have you ever read The Alchemist? I've not. You should, man. The Alchemist and The Prophet. Two two books everybody should read. I wonder if I've got a copy. Um, Alchemist and the Prophet. Yeah. I feel like I've given away my copy of it. Um, yeah, I don't see it. See, I don't think I could do electrical engineering for the exact reason that you were saying you like it. I like I like fighting the forces of chaos. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's something to be said about being able to fight the forces of chaos. It's just easier to keep it out of uh, building things for me. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can deal with having to do a shit ton of math can't deal with having to do a shit ton of math and then all of that math not mattering when I actually build something. Yeah. Because that's what I've always found when actually building something like that has to fight the forces of nature is, oh great, I did all of this work just to be shoved in the face and say, nope, you gotta fucking build it some way better. Yeah. How does that work? You guys do like simulations or like uh, yeah, simulations of stuff. Uh, it, so, I've had to do simulations of some, like, <clears throat> materials engineering in high school and structural stuff. Um, but, like, with electrical, the simulation is almost exactly how it ends up being mm -hmm. in the real world because electricity doesn't really change where you put it I hit the recorder like 30 minutes ago or something <laughs> just figured I'd see what we what we got into yeah but I think we're done with our homework for now we yeah. are celebratory joint fucking a Welcome to the podcast, but <laughs> <laughs> wasn't really part of the plan. But I'm just like forcing it on you. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> oh, I need an ashtray. There it is. Hmm. Yeah, bring that in. Perfect. I got gotcha. you. Do I? Yeah. There you go. So I'm trying to decide, like, 
don't want to be cheesy, but I, I, I need to introduce who you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess just start with the easiest. You're my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're an engineer. Almost. Not quite. How much longer? I got one more year. Uh, I'm getting a double major. Um, electrical engineering technology and transdisciplinary engineering technology. Which a lot of people don't know what that is. And I don't blame them. It's a weird word, but it it's a uh, uh, like project based uh, principles of engineering. So, do you know how to help a project? Do you know how to like manage a project and make it work? Is essentially like uh, what the entire. Uh, majors based off of like do you know what you're doing when you're actually working in groups to finish a final goal you said it's transdisciplinary transdisciplinary engineering technology it almost makes me think of like uh, architecture because like with architecture you almost have to be an engineer too yeah and, you gotta know a lot of math and you gotta you gotta understand material sciences yep. and you gotta understand construction arts and you know, or the materials trades, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So electrical engineering and transdisciplinary. And you graduate when? Uh, next year. Fucking A. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna help me out a little bit, it seems like. Yes. It's gonna be. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Doing some computer wizard shit. <laughs> Pass Hopefully, that yeah. I got a. I got a, a uh, fucking road ahead of me. I've got a whole digital side that I've been fucking with for the past week that's just been kicking my ass for the nursery. Oh. I put all of it together, um, like all the sensors, all of the... I got the LCD screen on, I've got... Um, the knob hooked up um, so like you can change between modes and shit you can press there's a it's called a rotary encoder but basically it's a volume knob that you press as well it's just like change it to what is it grow to bloom or whatever or um Explain what your nursery is. So, it is a, um, of autonomous nursery for plants that will essentially help you keep them at optimum conditions while being able to monitor them from anywhere. So, you'll... The idea is to have like an app for your phone that you'll be able to monitor it with. But right now it's just um, temperature, humidity, soil moisture, and um, automated lights with hopefully it being in a temperature controlled environment. But if not, 
having to deal with the temperature control. <clears throat> so I remember about a year ago, you came out here and you fucking, we, we whipped up like a little frame. Are you still using that little frame? I am. No shit? Okay, so, but you, it's it's almost a full-blown working prototype? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I, I'm dealing with having to get the lights to output the correct, like, uh, color, and then getting the data from all of the sensors to then put onto the LCD screen as well as, like, keep in a data log so you have like over time how like what is happening mm-hmm. um but yeah it's uh it's been kind of it's been interesting to get this to fucking work i want to see pictures now that it's like <clears throat> come along yeah last time i saw it it was just a bunch of sticks we just built like a little <laughs> like, a, like a little frame a little yeah. box like not even a box but like a little just like a little stand, a little stand for a yeah. for a little tray, planting tray. So is that working out though? Using that as your 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 standard um, size? Because I think that was yeah. my my only real contribution to the design of it was um, telling yeah. you like nurseries use a standard flat, and I I want to say it's like eighteen or what is it twenty something inches by yeah by. 10 inches or something? Yeah, yeah, something like that. And uh, if you were going to do like a little thing for starting plants, a little standalone nursery thing, might as well make it that size. Yeah. And is it going to be, I know we talked about like stackability or like expandability, like chaining multiple of these together. Is that still kind of part of it or? Yeah, so um, I'm starting to work out the electrical components that I need and figuring out where to actually place stuff based on what I have. I'm probably at some point, uh, this is just a prototype, so final design, everything's going to be on one PCB because I don't want to have multiple PCBs going everywhere. But What's a PCB? Uh, it's, you know, the green things that you see in electronics, like the... A motherboard or whatever. Yeah, motherboard or like what the things that you see all the little components attached to. Sure, yeah, that's sure. a PCB. Okay. So you've got like different parts of a PCB that you could use for different um, areas of the um, nursery. You have power, you have data, you have... Um, communications you have to deal with all of those while having um stability uh-huh. so you have to get power delivery correct or else you're fucked and then you have to get some other stuff pretty good while keeping expandability so the Goal is to have a individual addressable monitors for each one linked to a single station mm-hmm. that you would be able to control. Like, I want this one in this stack on this row. So, like, vertical farming. Mm-hmm. So you have a wall of them, or you can... Um, 
you can have like individual boxes for like the caps so maybe you have a shelf and then you just buy the monitor that's like it brings or it monitors it all and then it the shelf has the plumbing and all of that kind of stuff mm -hmm. built into it so you're almost <laughs> I, I think I follow you like you're talking about you can almost sell just the brains and someone could hook it up to whatever yeah yeah just system the, they have just the brains or you could have it to where you uh, starting with this idea you build it and then you stack it up into a point where you're building a shelf mm -hmm. and then you start to get to the point of okay now we need custom whatever yeah, yeah. because I want to be able to hook these up to central plumbing so you're not worrying about having to refill tanks or whatever yeah. Well, have I told you about Thomas Massey's invention? Um, Thomas Massey's a, a representative in Kentucky. You know, he's in the House of Representatives, and he's kind of a wild card libertarian okay. guy in in the government. And but he he's a MIT electrical engineering, mechanical engineering, um, you know, smart dude. Mm -hmm. He runs his whole house on a battery bank, a Frankenstein battery bank. This is what I, I remember I told you this. Uh, he built it out of a rock, uh, wrecked Model S Tesla or whatever. Mm -hmm. He took all the batteries out and Frankenstein this thing together to run his house off-grid. You know, solar power, Tesla bower, uh, battery bank that, you know, it's not a power wall. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's you know, a refurbished set of batteries from this car whatever but wait he, he took the batteries out of a tesla and yes. okay yeah. yeah i remember you telling me yeah, this. Yeah, he yeah. took the batteries out of a tesla turned it into a battery bank yes yes okay people kept That's telling so him he was gonna funny. he was gonna kill himself with all that all that, all <laughs> that straight up voltage or whatever or amperage or whatever he's dealing yeah, with he's but it's like he, this is what i was trained to do fuck you like, <laughs> and, but just because he, he works in government people are like he, he must be an idiot but no anyways um <laughs> He invented this thing he calls the Klux Capacitor. Okay. You know, it's a clear and obvious reference yeah. to, to Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, shit. But he he invented this thing. It's like a control module for automated chicken tractors. You know okay. what a chicken tractor is? Where it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cage that moves along, and so they don't stay in the same place. They get fresh grass, moves across the, the yeah. field. Yeah. He's like making a Roomba for chicken tractors, basically. Huh? If you know what I mean. Yeah. But it's like, he's selling the brains, and like, I almost think it's like, you you build, it might be a kit, but you build the, the chicken tractor box, like the frame with all the chicken wire, Yeah. and you hook up this battery, this module, this drive wheel operation, mm -hmm. and it'll just chug itself along, you know? Yeah. And I think there might be more to it than that. It might control, like, feeding and um, and water, and I, I, I can't say... He didn't explain the whole nine yards, but um, it's something that he's working on, I'm pretty sure. It's pretty wild. Interesting. But it's very much, like, this whole, like, expandable, like, um, what, what's the word? Modular, like, small ag solutions like mm. it's it, you're on the right track man yeah that's, that's what i'm getting at is like this shit is is popping 
Yeah. And the food world is about to be turned upside down. <laughs> you following anything? Like Yeah, think, it's not looking good. <laughs> paying attention, man. Man, yeah. Food's, gotta, about, to, food's <laughs> about to be fucking expensive, dude. We've got... I saw that Sri Lanka was having a food crisis, and then... India is no longer exporting grains. Are they not? No I didn't exports. see that. Yeah. From India. And they're one of the bigger producers. Um, Ukraine's in the middle of a war and they're the breadbasket of Europe. So yeah. that's not good. No, it's scary, actually. I've heard basically <clears throat> we're, we're going to be coasting until the fall and then we'll see what happens. But yeah. like, might want to buy a freezer and a half of a cow, you know. That's stored, yeah. that's stored grains. That's compressed grains yeah meat. <laughs> i mean i'm about to move into a compressed new apartment grass. over the summer and i'm getting a job so i think i'm gonna start like i need to find i need to find like a wholesale that i can go to you get an apartment where same, in... same building i'm in currently oh, just yeah. moving down the hall that's right yeah another year in west lafayette yeah then you gotta come down and chill with me in Indy. Yeah. <laughs> well, hopefully I'll. Hopefully I'm gonna uh, move out and start growing weed for a living. But yeah. <laughs> if they make it fucking legal, maybe I'll stay here. Yeah. Soon, hopefully. I'm not holding my breath, but like they can't stop us. I think we should just do it anyways, brother. You know? Well, don't bump that on record. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say we are doing it. I just said I think we should. <laughs> so, hypothetically. Yeah, hypothetically, what if we did? <laughs> how, how, hypothetically, how would you do it? Yeah, well, like, it's a good question. Um, um, ideally, on a big piece of land, somewhere like low key. Yeah. Yeah. And have it be like camouflaged. Well, we can always talk to Jim. He's up in Michigan. It's legal there. <laughs> it's true. He does have land. It's a long drive. I, you know, I, I've been wanting to get up there though. We should go up there. I, I was all. I'm thinking about turning, helping him get that barn, like stable, mm. so we can turn the upstairs into a greenhouse. I think you're better off putting a greenhouse on the ground. You could, unless that's you're talking fair. like indoor, like hydro, whatever. Um, but that that's, might, I don't know. It's an interesting idea, I guess maybe. But. Because like I mean, he's always been talking about getting that barn stable, and if yeah. he gets that barn stable, why not put like super efficient greenhouse in there? Because it's got insulation. It is. It's just a barn, but if you have that structure inside of it, you can hook yeah. up. It's already hooked up to electricity, right? Oh yeah, they got they got juice out there, I think. And I think they have water. It's a really They've old got barn, a tap. but yeah, I, I don't know. I, yeah, or at least they have a well, yeah. something. I thought they were. I thought they had plans to uh, make that into a tasting room or something, or I don't know. Oh, here you go. <laughs> I assume it's because there must be some some indoor producers around here that are dropping off their. It's just mushroom. You know, mushroom compost is just substrate that 
yeah is broken down you know um, all the mycelia and... super hot it's like it's always super hot just actively composting um, yeah, yeah it's very uh interesting yeah. mycelia mm-hmm. they uh there's actually a few uh farms that are just industrially creating mycelia like heavy uh like high density mycelia that is being used in like construction using using it for like insulation i've heard yeah 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 yeah. no that is wild um i think most of the composting action though is actually done by bacteria there's definitely fungi in there as well but like it's i think mostly bacterial it's almost just like microbes chewing at all the little shit particles in there man yeah all the little poo and, and <laughs> decaying whatever particles you know yeah yeah the yeah detritus the fucking they're like the ultimate scavengers those little fucking bacteria yeah and it gets hot because they're just munch munch munching <laughs> it's crazy man it's like a, it's a borderline like a chemical reaction but it, it composting rapid composting is a pretty wild thing yeah. But that just happens, you know? Like, it's crazy. It's just so hot. It's so hot. It's like you put your hand in there, it's like, oof, ooh, oof. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man, I think there's a lot of fucking. I'm just hoping I can maybe, like, talk you into being, being the easy peasy engineer, bro. We need to just, like, partner up, man. We need to make all these products that are just too cool for school, man. Fucking gardening everywhere. Yeah. Inside, outside, upside down, left, you know, inside. On out. walls. Yeah. <laughs> I've thought about a few living wall ideas, mm-hmm. like just vines, but like, I don't know what you would grow. I don't know how. Cucumbers, tomatoes, watermelons, cantaloupes, pumpkins. Pumpkins on walls. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Certainly. They can hold up their own weight if they if they if they start on the wall when they start setting that fruit, it'll just compensate for the weight uh, throughout the wall. You can't like pick up a vine that's grown on the ground and has a big fruit on it and hang it and expect that fruit to be okay. Yeah. But if it's if that vine is trained up the wall and it starts putting a fruit out, no matter what it is, it'll hold it. Mm. You know, all, the, the whole family, you know, watermelons, cucumbers. Uh, Squash, pumpkins, they're all the same family. Yeah. And uh, they, they can all be trained vertically and trimmed trimmed to one little, you know, and tomatoes, you can do that. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I think you can do it with peppers, too. Very careful pruning. You just weave them up, you know, train them upwards. Keep giving them a little something to grab onto the whole way, yeah. you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's crazy what plants can do. Well, and like potatoes, what people are doing now. You know about this? So you take your potato, you plant it in a really tall pot. Mm-hmm. But you only fill that pot maybe a quarter of the way when you plant the plant initially. Mm-hmm. And as it gets taller, you kind of bury it. Mm-hmm. And then it gets taller again, and you bury it. And everywhere that you bury it, more potatoes start coming out of what used to be leaves and stems. Yeah. And... uh so you do that, you can do it all summer long, see how tall you can go, and when you, basically you just break the pot, or like dump it out, and all them potatoes, it's like, <laughs> you got like a whole fucking thing of potatoes, bro. 
Yeah, like so there's two infinite... months worth of fries. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, I mean, potatoes store well. You know, yeah, they, they do. They store over the winter pretty good, like in a cool, dark place. So it's a good bumper crop is what it that's is. Like, that's like the ancient way of <laughs> farming potatoes. Well, fuck, man. If the food system is really like disintegrating around us, maybe we should think about getting on this <laughs> shit. Get some potatoes. Get some fucking shit in the cellar, you know? Yeah. Hole up for winter. <laughs> fucking hell. I'm not even like, I know. It's not, I'm not even kidding. <laughs> but... Fuck, man. Who's to say? We'll probably never run out of food is my thing. No, it's, it's we will get never a, run out of food. It's just going to get expensive. Yeah. It's going to get real fucking expensive. And maybe you lose some choices, too. Some yeah. Shit, some shit will run out, you know? Well, it's not like we have that many choices to begin with. Yeah, it's fair. Well, shit, man. I think that might... Unless you got anything to add, I'm going to maybe end the recording because I think yeah. that's a decent that's a deep you know it's, well, it's kind of a sad place to end but grow your potatoes <laughs> you know I don't know like you get a garbage can drill a few holes you know probably a dozen or two dozen holes in the bottom yeah put your potatoes in it start filling her up you know yeah end of the year dump her out how great would it be maybe that's a simple invention Maybe that's a simple, easy-peasy garden solution. Not a trash can, but a translucent trash can. Mm. Or just a column that's just, yeah. you know... What if you, could, what if you could just add to it as you went? A little... Mm. Yeah. Like, just... How, how, how large would it have to be? I would say you probably want, like, a foot and a half diameter. 16 inches, at least. Okay. So it wouldn't necessarily have to be translucent if it was... See, we're inventing shit here. Right now. Right now. This is an idea. They're just rings. Rings that are yeah. like shorter or you know, a little bit narrower on the bottom than they are on the top. So they click together. Yeah. They lock in. And then you just add a little more soil. You know, but they're like stable and... Uh, you know, yeah. I, I almost think you could probably get up to waist high before it becomes like unstable with that diameter. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean and then at the end of the year you just bust it apart and all the soil comes out <laughs> yeah, you pull the rings and uh, what you're left with is a whole pile a whole mess of potatoes and all you gotta do is add you know, water at, at the top <laughs> how great would that be man how great would that be simple simple and elegant yeah I think we should make it what would you make it out of I don't know plastic I suppose PVC yeah you could, almost start... do, you could almost do it just with existing PVC fittings, but it would be too small. I don't know of any, like, 16-inch PVC, like, fittings. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um... Hell, you could do it out of whiskey barrels with the bottoms cut out of them and cut in half, and you stack them. Yeah. But they might bust apart at the, if they don't have the bottoms in them. Yeah, they'll bust yeah. apart. But there's there's different approaches, you know. It'd be cool to make them look really nice, you know. Mm. What if they looked like whiskey barrels, but they were made of PVC? <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Hey, work up an AutoCAD drawing, you know. Yeah, I have to figure out figure out something for this. I don't know. I, I don't know what the rate of growth would be. Exactly. Okay. Well, we these are questions we, beyond. We could probably my... account for maybe three feet of growth if you start, like 
foot and a half diameter and then go if you just go vertical that'd be fine but what if you hung it I don't know I don't know how you'd uh, hang all that weight and soil over I don't know people do the upside down tomatoes I don't know about upside down potatoes You could... Don't overthink it now, Adam. (laughs) I'm imagining simple as fuck, bro. It looks like a dog dish, but with no bottom. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Cha-chunk. Add one every every week or so. I bet you could, you know what, make it 16 inches across, 6 inches tall, start on the ground, you know, Dig out your grass, make a perfectly level pad in the mm-hmm. in the door in, in the dirt, so it can get down into the real dirt too. You know, at the very very bottom. Yeah. And uh, you plant that potato in the in the dirt, pile it up on top, fucking wait for that thing to sprout. And when it does, you add another ring. You keep adding soil, keep adding soil, keep adding soil. By August, it's chest high. You know what I'm saying? And then you harvest a month later. Yeah. Let it rip for a while. Um, That's it. Interesting. <laughs> I figure you can make that out of HVAC. Like what? Galvan- galvanized like pipe? Like steel? Yeah, like the aluminum sheets. Yeah, or aluminum. Like... Yeah. Uh, you know those, they're, what are they? I've seen them at, um, Home Depot enough. They're like the tran the transition, uh, things for HVAC equipment. It's like the pipe to... Connector fittings and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, Whatever yeah. they are. It's almost like you want that, like a cone effect. Uh-huh. Just going up. Sort of kind of like this stove pipe. Yes, yes, yes. But like, I feel like the... The HVAC, you could create something like that out of, like, I don't know, uh, probably not. You could start with the HVAC equipment and see where that gets you. You know, honestly, sometimes when I have ideas, I just go wander about the hardware store <laughs> and, like, see what they've got and be like, well, maybe that'll work, you know? Fuck, you could do it with plastic bins that you cut the bottoms out, you know? Yeah. Or cut part of the bottoms out. Yeah. Stack them. Just Rubbermaid tubs, man. Yeah. Rubbermaid tubs, you know. Same idea. But it'd be cool to product, you know, do a product that actually looks halfway decent. Oh, yeah. 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 What if you could, like, paint it? You know, whatever you like, you know. You can have like a you can have like a little worm that keeps growing. Maybe we maybe we do the designs ourselves, but like yeah, it's like a, a caterpillar. Maybe, maybe that's what you start. Uh, maybe that's something you add to your uh, premium wall. You add the clips for a little, a little. Uh, there's there's all kinds of possibility of like hanging stuff from from. You know, I did one recently where we did a cattle panel like. Um, tunnel mm-hmm. connecting two separate beds so it's going to grow with all of the cucumbers and tomatoes like and you'll be able to walk underneath them it's gonna, yeah it's going to be sweet it's going to be sweet you probably get like like 
fucking <laughs> get like teabagged by a bunch of to, you know tomatoes and shit. You'll have fucking cherry tomatoes falling falling down the back of your shirt and all that. <laughs> it'll be a good time, man. It'll be cool. <laughs> well, shit. I'm I am gonna hit stop on the recording, but yeah, I, I appreciate you fucking coming on the show, man. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a this is you know, this is the easy peasy way. <laughs> Random fucking interviews whenever I can fucking find anybody willing to talk. Hell yeah. <laughs> Right. Always right. <laughs> Peace. This has been Mike the Polymath with the Easy Peasy Podcast. Come back again.